What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need, all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Oh, perfect timing. I should have had it on loop. Crap. Man, I, I made a little video for us for the intro and uh, with the countdown and the song and everything. And it, it timed out perfectly, but I let it play on loop. That's my bad. Anyway, we're recording now for podcast purposes. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to Big Dump Inquiries number 18. I'm your co-host, Kyle, the Rain Man of the Big Dump Podcast. Uh, and my co-host, what's going on? How's it going, everybody? I'm Shane from Inquiries of Our Reality slash 20 other things now. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's, I mean, you're, you're just, you're, you, you can't stop Shane. You can't stop. That's what I appreciate about you. Um, but yeah, so, uh, for everyone in the chat, everyone live with us, thank you for being here. Thanks for uh, sticking around for 30 minutes while we fucked around. Uh, guest is running late tonight and he'll be here momentarily, but you know, it is what it is. It was nice to talk a little shit with Shane about all the up and coming things that are happening in the world, including Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, the horror movie starring Winnie the Pooh. I think that's going to be, um gonna be fun so welcome to the show everybody shane how has your week been dude actually how's the last week and a half been it's been it's been a while what's going on uh not doing too bad man just been uh work because uh you know like i was saying recently they got rid of a bunch of fucking people and they still haven't boosted us up and gotten more people in there yet so i'm still doing multiple people's worth of work uh doing more shit with the show getting bizarre encounters off off the ground with ghost uh from my third eye so shout out ghost um Figured out how to make some kvass, so I've been on that shit lately. That's been pretty fun. Uh, still shooting the rats, like I was saying, trying to get rid of them out of my yard. Got more chickens. Uh, yeah, just all around doing pretty damn good lately, bro. How about yourself? Dude, I've been well. Work has been, uh, it's been okay. Kind of boring, um, but still work. And uh, yeah, I've just, I've just been coming home at night and just been, just be, just meant, like when you're, even if you're, uh, uh ex- like excited about work or even if you you know whatever it is it's still work and whether you do a lot or not or you're bored it's still draining so you come home and you're just like oh okay so i've just been chilling uh trying to uh relax a little bit and then uh, we had the nice labor day weekend which was pretty uneventful i did go see uh 
Star Trek, the 40th, Star Trek 2, Wrath of Khan, the 40th year uh, anniversary release in theaters. That was cool. I'd never seen it before. Went with a bunch of old dudes and uh, watched it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Star Trek's fucking weird, dude. I watched the series, uh, both the original and Next Generation. And uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it, it, it was interesting to, to kind of watch. But yeah, um, things are happening, dude. Um, I'm just. I've honestly never watched Star Trek. And it's not even just like the whole, you know, like Star Wars fan Star Trek thing. It's one of those things that I've been super into sci-fi for a long time. I watch a lot of sci-fi. But you know when there's like those shows that there's just like too much of them? So you're just like almost don't want to start them. Like I love anime. I watch a lot of anime. I'm watching a show right now that's like 200 episodes, but it's like Dragon Ball Z, for example, is like there's so fucking much that it's like you want to watch it, but you know that how much time you have to invest in it's ridiculous. So it's like I'm never yeah. gonna round to Star Trek just off of that. Well, yeah, I mean, there's so many Star Trek shows. Uh, I mean, the first series, the original series, there's only a few seasons and it flies by pretty quick, and it's just. It's kind of weird and cheesy and and uh, kind of clanky, but it's not bad. But Next Generation is actually worth the watch. It's actually a good show, um, very well done, very well written. After the first season, the first season is kind of a mess. But now there's what five new Star Star Trek shows. You got Discover. I don't even know what they all are, but it's just getting ridiculous, dude. And now Star Trek has gone woke, and it's like, well, what do we do? Here's the thing about about these movies. Like the original Star Trek series featured the first. African-American and Caucasian kiss on television ever, right? So they were, like, woke before woke was a thing. And it, it was controversial at the time, but, like, they didn't do it for the sake of doing it, right? It was part of the story. And so with all this woke stuff, it's like now we have to do it because we have to check a box, right? We have to do this thing, that thing, or whatever to check a box. When you could just make it part of the story and make it meaningful, then people wouldn't care. You know what I'm saying? Um, crap, I'm trying not to yeah, say, you know what I'm saying. It just seem like you're just throwing stuff in there just so that, again, you check the box, but it doesn't really, like, add to anything. Be, it's not, yeah, it's not needed in the story. Yeah, there's, there's no purpose to it, which it, if you if you make a, a reason for it, that's fine, but don't let your reason just be to do it. Uh, and also, I'm trying to avoid saying, you know what I'm saying, or you know what I mean, because I got a bad review on, not a bad review, they gave me four stars, but they were like, hey, I love your show, but for the love of God, stop saying, you know what I mean, and uh, I saw you, I do. yeah, the only reason I, like, was so hurt by it is because for the last, like, three weeks, my wife has been uh, saying that to me, she's, she, I, she's like, why, you, I, I'll say, I'll say, I'll be talking to her, I'll go, you know what I mean, and she'll go, do you know what I mean? And it's like, babe, I, maybe you're not listening to me. Maybe I don't feel like you're, you're hearing what I'm saying. And so that's why I have to uh, affirm or reassure myself that you're actually listening. So uh, I'm trying to stop. And apparently a lot of other podcasts, I know a lot of other podcasters do it and deal with it. And it's not easy to do. So uh, I say, you know, a lot, you know, if you've you ever know. noticed when I'm talking, when I'm like done so that people know I'm done, it's like a subconscious thing that I'll say, like, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it, I catch myself all the time. I'll say that oh, shit like 30 times a show, dude. And then there's the whole, yeah, no, no. Yeah. 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 No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, oh crap. Oh crap. I got booted from my own stream. Hello. 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 <laughs> you I there? Like, How? Where'd you go? Dude, I got I booted myself from the stream. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I'm glad it's still running. I can't keep it going by my own. I'm glad it's still running. Oh gosh. Uh, some chats went missing, I guess, but that's okay. They'll come back. Yeah. We have a troll in the chat, which is fine. Welcome trolls. All trolls are welcome. Um, so yeah, well, I guess we, you want to go ahead and get into the show then. And when Ryan pops in, we'll, uh, we'll introduce him and all that fun stuff. Well, he said, just walked in the door, changing, and then about to hop on. So he should be here almost any minute. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, we'll wait for him. He's got good commentary. Uh, so I've got his clip. I've got your clip. I've got my clip. And we've got a wild card for this evening, which should be good. Um, sorry, chat. That was weird. I, I hit a button on my mouse, and it booted me out. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen, happen again. Um, so... Yeah. Let me uh, resend him the link because he said he's looking for the link right now. Okay. I can uh, I can drop it in uh, Instagram too. Uh, I know yeah, he's having... You want to just drop it in Instagram for him real quick? Yeah. I know he was having issues with his computer. So uh, let me drop this in the, in the chat for him. And boom. Okay. But yeah, man, uh, things have been good. Things are getting... Uh, it's just... It's like, eh, you know, it's... Eh, I'm just kind of waiting till fall starts. I mean, I'm going uh, going hunting this, not hunting, but I'm going to the the hunting lease this weekend to get everything set up to start hunting. So I'm excited for that because that's like, that's my my thing. You know, that's my time where I can just not have to worry about anything. I'm just sitting out there by myself. And then, you know, when you're not hunting, you're back at camp around the fire eating some food. But I'm looking forward to getting back into uh, hunting season. It's been too long. You'll see, I've always wanted to go hunting, but I've never really... Okay, so my mom had a boyfriend back when I was, like, 10 that used to hunt. But other than that, like, I really haven't had anybody that, like, hunts around me. So I've never really had, like, the chance to really do it, which is weird because I live in Michigan. So I was going to say, you have some hunters great, everywhere, But I live near Detroit, hunting. so not very many hunters. No, but, dude, it, the state of Michigan, there's some great hunting up there. You could go... You could drive two hours and find a good spot. I mean, I'm sure, I don't know what the public land situation is there. Like here in Texas, there's not a lot of public land to hunt on. Um, there's a lot in Michigan. Um, like you can pretty much just go fucking camping in the middle of like nowhere without anything. As long as you have like a permit saying that you can be there and you have it marked on the tree. Uh, same thing for like Michigan. There's a lot of like open public land, but I don't know what the laws are as far as hunting. Just because, like I said, I've never really like it. hunted myself. We well, should try it out for camping. You should try it out. It'd be fun. All right, and uh, with that, let's bring in our guest tonight. Uh, thank you everyone for your patience and. Uh, there he is. Look at that sexy motherfucker down there, dude. <laughs> dude, what a fucking day. Thank you for uh thank you guys for being patient. It today. sounds like you're coming through on your uh laptop, your computer speakers. Of course I am. Of course I am. Are That's you how sick? it goes. Dude. Are you sick, bro? No, no, no. I'm just I've been running around, man. I just got home from work. Well, thank thank you for taking the time, Ryan. Well, I appreciate that. Yes, thanks for hopping on right after work, too, because I know how annoying that shit can be. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not different. There you go. Check. There you are. Okay. Well, if that sounds better, then Yeah, much work. better. Yeah, so what's cool. what's well, what's going yeah. on, man? You running around, uh, uh, running and gunning, hustling, slinging that fucking hot, cold, uh, cold cola, bro? Uh, <laughs> something like that. Who knows? Just fucking hating my job. I'll tell you that right now. We were both. It's my just... mom's birthday today, too. So happy birthday to my mom. Can't, you know, fucking hang out. We hung out on Sunday, though. So we're going to hang out tomorrow. Cool, okay. man. Good, good. Yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been crazy. And I was just telling Shane, you know, we just you and I just got together last week and I'm still recovering. 
Uh, I was pretty pretty fucking hungover. Really? I was pretty fucking hungover the next day, dude. <laughs> That's so funny. Look at the three of us nerds all wearing glasses, dude. I like this. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, we're, no, we're the glasses. We're not nerds. We're visually impaired, Ryan. We're we're disabled, so we should uh, soak up that. You were on tavern or something the other day, bro. Like when was that? The last last show I was on with you randomly. You were wearing glasses one day, Kyle. You had me so fucked up. I was like, I staring at you like. <laughs> Oh, well, I, I I got contacts for the wedding, and I fucking hate wear. I used to wear contacts all the time because I thought ga- glasses were gay. But then I started working in a wood shop full time, and I've, I have had sawdust or metal shavings stuck in my eye with contacts too many times to it be worth it. Like, I just can't. It's not worth it anymore because, and I've had contacts get stuck in my eye. I'm just like, fuck it. It's not worth it at all. Because it I smoke too sucks. much weed for that shit. My <laughs> eyes get too dry too. Like, dude, like I'll smoke and then I'll be wearing contacts. Like you storm all through high school, and it just takes one little like you know you rub your eye and then it fucking pops out in your hand, and then you can't put it back in because it's all fucking dirty and shit. Yeah, glasses <laughs> yeah, is the way those. to go. I'd rather just wear glasses. <laughs> well, I'm waiting on my new contacts to get in. They're supposed to come in today, and they just fucked me. So I'm just uh, you know sitting here. These glasses fall off my face like when i get sweaty for work they'll just fall right off my face like randomly well i've been like trying to get a of their own they'll just jump off i've been trying to get a, a sponsor for the show as uh, not i haven't haven't actually tried but i i literally everyone i see wearing glasses i tell them about this place zennyoptical.com uh, i've been buying glasses yeah. there for over 10 years and like these pair that i'm wearing right now prescription lenses frames everything all together was like 15 bucks <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Zenny Optical, sponsor me. Sponsor me, please. And uh, something like Felix Gray, too, or maybe Owen Gray. What? Felix, Felix Gray. Is maybe that, it's Owen Gray. Felix Gray, I think. Is that where you buy glasses? No, they have, like, the uh, blue light canceling glasses. Yeah, these are – the, you can get blue light on this website, too. It's, like, an extra five bucks or whatever for in your lenses. Oh, I'll send you, the, okay. I'll, I'll send you guys too. a link. It's a, it's a good good spot. It's a good spot. You get safety glasses there, too, for all your uh, your hard-working needs. Um, but I guess – Safety first. Yeah, safety – no, safety third, motherfucker. Fuck safety first. Uh, but uh, Tammy says, <laughs> I need a beard to fit in. I can't fucking grow – I was just going to point that one out, too. I can't grow a beard. I'm sorry I shaved because it just was looking <laughs> scraggly and uneven and disgusting. So I'm a little baby face again, and I'm probably going to stay this way for a while until I be until my fucking balls drop. Then I'll maybe try to grow a beard, but <laughs> – you should invent beard wigs. Oh, dude, Ooh. those are a thing, dude. What do you talk? Do you know how many times I've make up with uh, stage makeup, put a beard on my face, dude? I'm a pro at fake beards, <laughs> <laughs> but like legit ones, like ones that actually look real, and like maybe like they like you can kind of pull on them, like how you know how they make really realistic uh, hair wigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you they uh, they uh, uh, I guarantee you they fit. I guarantee you they exist. I, I'm sure. I, honestly, at my place of business, I could probably find one. I could probably get one. Um, just, I can just imagine Kyle walking around with a beard, and everybody would just be like, bro, why isn't your beard growing? He was like, I, I don't fucking know. I'm lucky I could grow in the first place. Every morning, he's just sitting there fucking putting glue all over his face. <laughs> I'm not no baby face. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Mama didn't raise no bitch. Uh, but Tammy, Tammy in the chat, Tammy in the chat, you're, just don't be a troll, okay? Tammy, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Just don't be a troll like that last guy. I think I had to kick him out of here. But yeah, trolls in the chat, dude. 
You kicked someone out? I don't know if I kicked him out, but when I kicked myself out of the stream and came back in, he was gone. So we had a troll. He was talking shit, but oh, all man. are welcome here. Just if you're going to troll, at least be good at it. Um, so yeah, anyway. Man, it's been a minute since I've had a troll, though. So, you know, props to Dude, him for I hitting love me with trolls, three in a row, man. you know? I love trolls. I love <laughs> trolls. All right, guys. Well, let's get into the show. Like I said, if we don't get through this thing, I'll be hammered and I'll have to have a repeat of Thursday uh, <laughs> with Ryan. I think we should do that. I got a beer right here. We can chug it, Kyle, if you want. <laughs> okay. I got the weed. You already know I got my end. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? <laughs> do you think that you can rip that as long as it takes for me and Kyle to chug whatever beer we have? If I had enough left in here, guaranteed. If I had my Puffco, if I go grab that thing, guaranteed. <laughs> what are you drinking, Ryan? Uh, I'm drinking a uh, Hazy Wonder from Lagunitas. It's a nice... Oh, the- Lugger News is a great is a great brewery. You can't go you like you, they don't have a bad beer. I mean, they don't have the best beer, but they don't have a bad beer. You know, well, it's all dogs on it, man. I'm, I'm a fan of dogs and beer, so yeah. Who is it? Who is it? This the is that mango beer. one that we chugged that I chugged last week. So if you want to chug it, we can chug. I mean, I'm down, and then we, we'll get the show started. <laughs> well, Shane's got a puff on. Oh, it looks like he's gonna. Oh, go he's going it. to get it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, he's got a Sonic drink. What the fuck? I got a vanilla sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go get your pen to rip on. I should. But, but my problem is if I get too stoned on the show, then you guys will start asking me questions and I'll get too spacey. <laughs> it's all right. Let's let's okay. all right, ready Ryan, let's do this and we'll start oh, the show. Are we talking all right? Cheers, buddy. Cheers, bud. All right, I'll attempt to take this one. I got you. <sighs> I wish I could join but this bitch is dead. <laughs> Yeah, this was that. Is it really? Damn it! This is that Golden Road red light. mango cart. That's that was delicious. Oh my god, it's such a good beer. Oh, wait, I, I got something. There you go. All right, guys. Well, Rose. let's get. Hold <laughs> uh, well, on, I gotta Kyle get good got stone first. Oh, Shane, come on! You're all you're always stone, <laughs> bro. I gotta get a little stone, but not too stone. There's like a comfort zone. Then after the show, that's when I get stone stone. That's what I say about wheat. Goldilocks zone with wheat. Yeah, there's a Goldilocks zone for weed. Like one to four is like, eh, that's good. Well, I wouldn't call it a Goldilocks zone. So let's say like one to four on a scale of one to ten. One to four stoned, you're chilling, right? Five to seven, you're like paranoid anxious right but seven and up you're too high to even care what's going on so it you either got to get just a little high or you got to get super high if you if you just yeah. get like pretty high you're gonna have a bad time at least in my see opinion. my <laughs> issue i can get as high as i want but the problem is like in normal life i can get as high as i want but when i'm on a show <laughs> in normal it's <laughs> like in, in regular life like i can get as stoned as i want all the time i'm gucci i'm fine but like when i'm on a show it's like, I feel like I don't contribute, like I'll be on a thought and I'll start losing like my train of thought halfway through it. So for like the integrity of the show, I'll only allow That's myself what? to get so stoned. It's not that I couldn't handle it. It's just that I feel like the quality of the show will go down if I dude, get too stoned. The quality you know I mean? is already rock bottom, dude. We can only go up from here. <laughs> so with that, I'm going to play Shane's first clip, uh, Shane's clip for the show. Uh, Shane, any preface, prefacing you want to do before we, we get into this? Um... Okay, I'll just say let's let's just run it first, and then I'll preface it after. All right, here's the clip. Here we go. Look at this guy, dude. He looks like he's at a fucking party. He looks like he's on the podcast with us, like he's on a Zoom call. Like, dude, I I literally thought that you were bringing someone in right now. <laughs> Shane's clip is another dude just hopping on the show. <laughs> it looks like if me and Shane had a baby somehow. Oh, dude, you're not wrong. Unlock my hair, bro. You got it. <laughs> All right, let's. And he's go. got my forehead, and he's got your fucking long hair. 
here we go. <laughs> times a day use of both pharmaceutical opioids, um, a decent amount of intravenous use of heroin um, and cocaine and methamphetamines. But Mike Williams says psilocybin, commonly known as magic mushrooms, was the catalyst to recovery. It was a look in what I like to call the cosmic mirror. And I saw myself and the actions I was taking and the choices I was making for myself. Um, and had a deeply profound experience that made me uh, know that I needed to change what I was doing to myself. Now Mike is one of the people leading the charge to get magic mushrooms decriminalized in Michigan. So at this point, uh, we've only submitted the language. We're waiting for approval by the state to start collecting signatures. We're very confident we can collect the signatures necessary to make the ballot. Magic mushrooms have already been decriminalized in Ann Arbor in 2020 and most recently in Detroit in 2021. I literally uh, get emails and calls and direct messages on Twitter and, and Facebook from people every day who are talking about how magic mushrooms and some of these other kind of natural remedies have been a difference maker in their life, how it's helped them deal with their depression or their anxiety or help them really just manage uh, living in this world. But psilocybin is not an approved FDA medical treatment. Critics fear the drug can adversely affect a person's mental state and cause a negative reaction. I say that it's not for everybody you know it's a um you know, it's a medicine and not every, not everybody needs every kind of medicine, but for the people who do need it, it should be accessible and not a crime. It's definitely not a magic bullet, but it definitely opens your eyes to there is something bigger and better you can be doing. And it really is just a tool along with talk therapy and meditation and other things to use. Um, so it needs to be used in conjunction with other tools as a support for mental health. It's not a panacea. Leaders in the psilocybin community need to collect 340,000 signatures by June 1st to get the measure on the November ballot. Camila Mary, Fox 2 News. Oh, so did they get the signatures? Because this was back in February. Did they get I the believe that they did. So just to preface this a little bit, we talked about it on a, on a show previous where we're saying that we kind of started feeling like the reason why they were legalizing cannabis is because it's making people more docile because people are coming in and never smoking weed before and smoking this strong ass shit and just becoming more chill and docile. So my question is, now we have this push for the legalization of psilocybin. What is the end game that the government is okay with with this? Because, you know, if everybody becomes like enlightened, like I could see that as being a problem on their hands. So like, what do you guys think is like their view and push to start making this happen? Because of course, like the government isn't going to slowly decriminalize something or legalize something unless they get something out of it. So like, what do you, what do you guys think is like the motive and what they're getting out of uh, starting to push into legalizing psilocybin now? Hmm. I mean, dude, for me, like, um, uh, people that listen to my show, they're probably tired of me talking about the UFC and how obsessed I am with it lately. You making some money? Do you making some fucking money, bro? What's that? You making some fucking money? I'm killing it in the fucking bets. That's why I'm so fucking into it right send now. Send me your referral have, code like, for DraftKings. Send me your referral code on. Send me your refer referral code on DraftKings, dude. I'll fucking sign up tonight, dude. I, see, that's the thing. I don't. 
I think that there's a conspiracy behind that too. I think that there is literally like these bet shows that are out there. I kind of go the opposite way of a lot of the shit that they say because they're sponsored by DraftKings and by all these other betting houses. And those betting houses want to get as much money in on the wrong side of the bets as possible. But um, yeah, no, I, um, there was a, a huge fight um, where Leon Edwards won and on the, uh, against Kamaru Usman, this long reigning champion, one of the greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. Now, the co-main event, there was a dude that actually used to date uh, Demi Lovato, and I didn't know about that. His name is Luke Rockhold, and he's a badass dude. He kind of retired and came back, and he seems real angry when he came back, and he was doing nothing but talking about, like, his spiritual journey, and he took his his time on the world stage to talk about psilocybin and i thought it was very interesting because this dude who like the post-fight interview no his pre-fight like press conference oh okay okay because he lost so um but you know heavily anticipated return for this dude to come back and fight and all this stuff super angry the entire time he's like talking all this shit about how much he's or how little he's getting paid and all this stuff then he comes in he talks about psilocybin how much better it is than alcohol and all this stuff why is that? To your point, Shane, why is that that like all these people on this on the world stage are starting to plug this stuff now? There are some some uh, significant benefits to using this stuff, but the problem, especially in the United States here, is we use this shit uh, in excess. We don't use it for fun. Um, even people with like medical marijuana, which I'm a fan of, I think that there's definitely uses for it people will go in there that are fit as hell and they'll say that they got a bad back and they'll try and get a prescription, right? South Park did a great episode making fun of all that shit. <laughs> the Dude, balls, the ball you can cancer. pretty much walk in there and say you have any issue and they'll look for a reason to give you a card. So like just vouching, at least for my state, dude, they'll, you can go in there with absolutely nothing wrong and they'll find a reason to give you a card in Michigan. And so is it safe to say that maybe these doctors are getting some sort of kickbacks? Well, that was going to oh, be that fucking course. That was my kind of opinion on, on the your original question chain about, what is the reasoning for letting this push for uh, psychedelics go through? I think with as with most movements, it's an organic movement, right? People genuinely think that this can help people. They think it's it, it can get people uh, cured of their addiction, as we saw in the clip. It can help with depression, anxiety, all of those things, right? It, it basically forces you to see some shit that you may not want to deal with or see or, or whatever it is. But... As with every good thing, it can get infiltrated. And I think what we're already seeing now is much like with the, the marijuana industry is that these corporations get involved, these pharma companies, corporations, whatever, they get involved, they get on the stock market. I mean, they, they've been saying for years that the weed stocks are going to blow up, right? And they're all Bro, far, they're, they're fucking ruining weed in Michigan as that's, far as that's like what I'm saying that goes. is that as soon as you get government regulation involved, you're gonna it's gonna be uh, you ask what the motive is. It's gonna be money. It's gonna be fucking money from big pharma. Big pharma's already trying. Uh, I don't know which companies I'll have to. I, if I had known you were going to bring this to the show, I would have done a little research, but that's the point of the show uh, is just going blind. But there's already companies, uh, pharmaceutical companies, working to synth- synthesize psilocybin and, uh, and put it in a, in a drug, in a prescription drug form. Uh, See, that's where your issue runs in. Yeah. Because it's like it already has a natural form, so why the hell right, are they trying to push to make these synthetic Right, but they can't patent patients? and sell mm. that. They can't patent. I guarantee you the weed that you grow, Shane, is patented. 
Oh yeah, because we grow cookies, so it's our. That's what I'm. I'm that's down. what that's I'm saying. Oats. It's not just fucking weed off the fucking ground. It's patented. Oh, Girl Scout cookies, you guys. No, the that's brand a, cookies. A, yeah. The brand cookies, right? The cookies brand. Yeah, we got the brand cookies. We're the only people in Michigan that had that we paid like the massive fucking contract amount to be able to grow their strains from California. So we're like that's one of the I'm only doing. ones on this side of the country. That, that it's can same with Monsanto, dude. Like the, so whoever fucking Girl Scout cookies, right? That's what you're talking about. Sorry, no, Girl yeah. Scout cookies yeah, that's is, one a, of the main is a strain, but the brand is the the company that made all these strands is called cookies. Yeah. From burner. And he was like a buddy yep. of Wiz Khalifa's. Yeah, no, dude, I used to be so into weed and it's like wild what that dude's done with that company. And it's also interesting when you think about how the connections with the music industry, cause now Wiz Khalifa signed to a major label and now cookies is blowing up all over the place. It's just a weird, it's weird, dude. And There's Mike Tyson sides that are getting into all this stuff too, when it's sponsored by the state. I know that that happened out here in Phoenix, which is just north of me out here in Arizona. Well, dude, and you, I, I, whenever I went to Colorado and bought some fucking weed, all the ingredients on it are like fucking pesticides. Like it's just straight pesticides on the ingredient list. And it's like, well, am I smoking weed or am I smoking pesticides? Um, Coming from somebody that works in the industry, dude, like, trust me, we like, it's all about quantity over quality now. Where when we first started off, everything was hydro. It was nice. It was done properly. And as corporate moves in, Everything's moving over to like rock wool and it's like the most you can make for the cheapest price and the quality is going down, but they're still selling it as the same thing for the same price. But I bet it's getting you higher than it did before because of all the chemicals, because of the, the selective breeding, things like that. No, it's been an up and down. Like up when it down. first started in the state, when it was like all the hydro, really good stuff, it was legitimately stronger. And yeah. now it's still stronger than stuff was before. But I'd say it's like a step down from where it was when it first started becoming legal in the state. Hmm. Yeah, man, well, it's go ahead, Ryan. No, I was going to say, you know, if I'm not a stoner. Oh, Nico's in. I love Nico. I think we're talking with him again next week. Um, I'm not a stoner anymore, dude. I used to smoke a lot. Um, but I can say that any stoner worth their weight in salt, okay, they're going to rather pay three times the amount for a solid ounce than they would for like a shitty quarter pound, right? I mean, yeah, a, hands a down. High, I'd rather high, smoke one joint than three, or a bong rip, or just rip on yeah. a pipe. For I mean, some people like they can smoke on on a pipe for like hours, you know, like they just sit there, they take a tiny, tiny, like you know pinhole size fucking you know light up a, a small small area of the bowl and they're good for like a couple hours and then they'll come back to that pipe later that's what like my cousin my old co-host used to do he used to make a bowl last all day but we would always buy really good shit when we used to buy shit but we don't anyway i mean i don't he might but it, it just the idea of like the quality being so nice anyone would prefer that and there was no chemicals in that stuff back then it was if, as far as i know um, you know, it's most of it's coming probably illegally, right? From you know whether it's coming from uh, you know more liberal places or, I mean, there's not much good shit growing out out in Mexico. But you know, I don't know. It's just interesting to think that that people would prefer to pay for that higher quality stuff and get a smaller amount, a much smaller amount. Fun than, fact, um, guys. Sorry to cut you off. Were you done? I I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just rambling about. Oh, like how I was much gonna fucking better. I was gonna say fun fact about medical marijuana. My my father was one of the first legal medical marijuana growers in the country back in 1998. Uh, he was when Seattle, the city of Seattle, legalized medical marijuana. 
My dad was living there with his brother who had cancer. My dad was his caretaker. So legally, my dad could grow 99 plants per patient plus himself. So they in their fucking apartment in Seattle, my dad had 200 fucking plants. Yeah, and he, boy. he said he grew the bet. <laughs> he said he grew the best shit in town. He says, and he says, when I retire, I'm gonna fucking start a weed farm and I'm gonna grow the best shit this country's ever seen. I mean, he was literally one of like the first like ten people to get a fucking medical marijuana grower's license in the country, and the feds fucking raided his shit like quick as soon like once he was up and running well partly because they were suck fucking selling the weed for like cocaine and heroin and shit like that but (laughs) that's partly why but they still got fucking raided by the feds but my whole point is that um yes the quality if if they legalize mushrooms they legalize i mean shane we talked about this you and i were both getting ads for fucking uh what was it called ketamine therapy right it's like what what, what, so that 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 will be all the alternative is a fucking horse tranquilizer will be the instead of much like it'll just turn into that right it'll be some sort of fucking grown in a lab pharmaceutical shit when it's like the the natural product is better right so So do you think that it's almost one of those things where it's like they know what the actual like still is what I guess psilocybin psychedelics in general are capable of as far as like human thought. Mm -hmm. So do you think that they're almost trying to like legalize it so that they can make a synthetic fake version and then they can kind of control it from there where nobody's actually getting the true experience or they think they're getting the true experience, but it's actually like a synthetic like cousin of what's actually that's LSD. I mean, LSD the itself is synthetic, but as we were saying earlier, like there's tons of artificial ones, and even the original LSD itself was used p- to manipulate people. Same with mushrooms. You're very open to suggestion under the influence of psychedelics. So yes, yeah. it can be used as um, a control mechanism, but it could also, you know, just make people fucking. You know, you take too much psychedelics, you're gonna fucking pop a pop a wire there, and you might go fucking, you know. Uh, insane. So th- I, I just would say st- this is not a good idea. Uh, no. I mean, honestly, though, they could even have an uprising on their hands because, like, the third option is that everybody becomes aware of things yes. taking psychedelics, and then what the fuck are they going to do? And everybody's like, uh, I see a problem here now. <laughs> that's that's another yeah, possibility, I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. You guys, I mean, like, right next to me on, like, what I'm seeing, there's a fucking TV right here, right, with, like, all the little, like, rainbow, uh, mm-hmm. like, static going down there. If people are, like, if, if everyone's consuming psilocybin uh you know different hallucinogens or whatever they can start making the programming so much more in tune to the way that so many more people are thinking i mean think of like uh marilyn freak what's his name uh, charles manson i always mm-hmm. fucking say that <laughs> marilyn manson charles, charles manson. manson you know that's pretty well confirmed to be some sort of cia operation some sort of like group study that these guys were up to right there. Right. I mean, like pretty, pretty damn close to Laurel Canyon. All that stuff is, is strange. And, and you start looking into what they were doing. And now this is going to be on like a wide scale with government funding behind it. You know, I mean, George Soros is a huge funder of medical marijuana right now. His son's going to be a a big, big uh, proponent of psilocybin and, and these things. I just think that, dude, anytime the government gets involved with this shit, they ruin it, man. They can take something that would be the most pure and good thing, and they'll ruin it. Always. 10 times out of 10. Maybe 11 times out of 10. Even with food and farming. They could get with that shit, too. Like, they could easily, like, say, hey, 
like, here's psilocybin, enjoy it. And they'll be like, oh, here's these like psilocybin movies, you know, like a new age of like stoner comedies. But within those psilocybin like trippy movies, they might put like subliminal messaging and then bring in a whole new era of like an MK Ultra concept, you know? Well, like, Shane, they're already doing it. Yeah, that's already a they're thing. They're doing it with Rick and Morty, with uh, oh, yeah. all these different shows that are out there that are trippy and they're funny, right? That's how they kind of introduce people to it. What was that show that um, that, that comedian, uh, I forget his damn name. It was an animated show on Netflix. Oh, the really, conspiracy was it show? The podcast one? It was a was podcast Was it like the one where it's done like podcast style? Oh, it was, it was uh, um, uh, Drunk, Dunk, yeah, Duncan Trussell. Yeah. Duncan Trussell, Midnight Gospel. That is an introduction to what all TV shows are going to be in the future, dude. 100%. Like, I, I know for a fact that shit's going to be like that because there's no real theme to the show. It's basically just like you're going into this one dude's mind, and that's what influencers are right now. Influencers, like the, the biggest influencers out there, they can do nothing. They can talk about a, a golden toilet that they bought. And people are obsessed because you're getting into their mind. And so those people are just going to be projecting their thoughts out there with some crazy visuals and vivid colors. And the population is going to be on psilocybin. And people are going to be like, wow, dude, this guy's thinking really deep. And he's just saying basic shit. Dude, Duncan Trussell always says he's like a fucking wizard and shit. And he showed up on like Joe Rogan wearing like that fucking like wizard's cloak and shit like that. He's weird. Like, that dude's probably linked to some occult shit. Like, let's just be fucking honest, dude. And, like, imagine, like, if he's like, oh, check it out. I'm a psilocybin guy. Like, I like drugs. I like this shit. So then you get this whole group of people that are like, oh, yeah, he must be one of the good guys. And then, again, like you were saying, you can completely subliminally brainwash the fuck out of them just pretending like you're relatable to them. And, again, this guy, I'm sure, has some higher intentions because he's openly, like, pretty fucking obvious he's linked to some type of occult shit well i mean doesn't he not have balls too like didn't he literally get his balls lost supposedly because of some disease but like what if he just castrated himself i did not I know about, this. about that one um but it, <laughs> i thought so i thought that was maybe i'm thinking of somebody else but, but think about like definitely uh dennis uh not t- dennis mckenna but terrence mckenna right he was kind of the og of of this kind of psychedelic movement uh at least in in modern ish times and I think he he probably did the best uh, advocation for it. He would straight up say like, "This is not for everybody." Um, but and it, but even himself, he got lost in it. But, well, he's also doing fucking blow and fucking Viking. In his later years, he said fucking, he wasn't even didn't even want to do mushrooms anymore. He only did them like once a year in his later years because it got to be too much for him. Yeah, that's why he was doing <laughs> heroic doses in the dark. So that's like a whole other fucking. That's thing, like you when know? we talked to uh, Tomcat from Strange Brew last show. I was like. He was like, dude, I've been taking shrooms like out, like regularly, like, you know, God doses and stuff. And I asked him, I was like, are you good? Are you good, bro? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm going to rein it back now. But I, I went on the journey. I've been on the journeys I need to go on. But I was like, dude, are, are you? I'm concerned for you. Like, I love you and I love what you're doing. But, you know, like we know that these things can happen. Right. So uh, in my opinion, this whole thing with with the legalization or decriminalization of psilocybin, I think it's just a money grab, dude. I think they're just going to manipulate it, patent it, make some fucking big money, and, you know, uh, probably melt, like, half the population's brains. Because think about it. Like, I was it's so cool when, like, control. when that old guy with fucking, uh, what's it called, the uh, Michael J. Fox, Parkinson's, 
uh, that fucking old guy who had Parkinson's couldn't fucking walk, and he smoked weed and he like can actually sit down and have a conversation. There's going to be some old people who've got some pent up shit, like some war veterans or something. They're going to fucking take some mushrooms to deal with their PTSD and they're going to take the fucking government uh, created, you know, federalized psilocybin tablets and they're going to fucking go off, dude. They're just going to think everybody's a fucking Charlie in the trees and they're going to start shooting. I mean, that, that's that's a real possibility. <laughs> But they're going to pay yeah, for it, too. Wrong. They're going to make some fucking money in the process. So, well, um, anything else on this topic before we move on to uh, Ryan's clip? This is a good one, Shane. This is a good clip. Control. That, 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 that's my best guess. I think it's a it's a subliminal. Like, yes, the, the forefront is going to be money. But the backstage, what they're intending to do is like a whole new era of like MK Ultra, but to the whole fucking public. And they're dosing themselves instead of them having to like slide the doses in like they used to have to do back in the day, you know? Yeah. Ryan, any final thoughts? No, man, I would just say, you know, it's, uh, it is definitely something to be careful about. I would say, um, anytime that the, uh, government starts trying to get involved with things, they fuck it up, man. They always ruin it. It's, it's never a good, a good look. And it's unfortunate because we need these guys. Uh, unfortunately with the way that our system is right now, um, but yeah, if we're rolling into this clip, dude, this was uh, something that I normally wouldn't uh, pay any attention to, but I like this guy. I like expanding reality. Yeah, he uh, does great he, stuff, dude. Brendan or Brandon Thomas? What's his name? I think it's Brendan Thomas. Okay. Yeah, Brendan. I spoke with him last week on uh, Ghost's uh, you know, roundtable show. And we were talking about the betting idea and how so many underdogs have been cashing in on things. And he tried to kind of go through like an astrological, uh, tried to kind of correlate everything to like how upside down things are in that betting world, which is a real materialistic thing, kind of a goofy way to look at things. And I was wondering why so many underdogs are hitting. And he tried to kind of lay it out. And um, he gave some some sort of explanation as to why this underdog may be winning on Saturday. That guy ended up losing. But it was still very interesting to me. So I wanted to kind of like not only shout this dude out, but shout out this chick, which, again, normally I don't pay any attention to this kind of shit that she's about to say. Um, quantum shifting uh, with the open door method. Um, way above my pay grade here, but it's very interesting what she says. I'm interested to see what you guys think about it here. Okay, let's do it. Oh, hold on. We'll never look at doors the same. Hold on. Let me re restart it. Oh, crap. Here we go. Oh crap, I still will never look at doors the same. Every time you use a door, you are missing out on the opportunity to shift to your desired timeline. Doors are portals. And this idea doesn't just exist in sci-fi movies or TV shows. This idea that doors are powerful portals is relevant in many ancient cultures that existed thousands of years ago all across the world. So why the heck are we not using doors as portals every single day. This has been game changer for me in terms of quantum shifting. And I'm like 99% sure that this will change your life too. Next time you walk through a door, set the intention to shift to your desired reality and collapse any old timelines, including self-doubt, limiting beliefs, or anything that doesn't serve you. Whatever you're trying to attract or manifest, you will have it once you step through that door. Check out my quantum jumping playlist for more videos on quantum shifting your reality i'd like to manifest her 
<laughs> her eyes are very, very far apart. But other than that, she's a she's a ten. I mean, she's pretty hot. But yeah, no, uh, it, it's interesting that that idea of like walking any because anytime you're walking through a door, you're not really paying attention to it. And so, what if you're like in a negative mindset? You walk through a door, and then that is actually manifesting which i i don't like that word dude it's been so fucking overused and so many dipshits use it constantly um walking through a door and you think about something negative and maybe that is kind of coming into your life a little bit well or i mean they're oh, not paying attention to it well there is a legitimate um thing that happens when you have you ever i'm sure most people listening and i'm sure you guys too have uh gone to another room to look for something and by the time you get to that room you forget what you were looking for and you have to kind of backtrack there is a thing that happens in our brain where we when we enter a new space that it's like it resets right it literally your brain like starts out like resets the you know your your uh uh your uh what's it called not your object but your uh, like objective thought, your objective right like you enter yeah. a new place and your brain's like oh new spot new thing new things are happening right um because th- that's a legitimate uh neuropathic type uh thing that i don't know what it's called i'm fucking retarded but um that is a real thing that happens and uh i mean i've even heard people maybe it was uh, brendan from expanding reality who says like every day he takes a shower it he enters a new timeline he's like he takes uses the time in the shower to like reset and then when he gets out he's he's all good he's clean he's refreshed ready to take on that new intention that he set in the shower I think there's some legitimacy to that, um, I, but I agree with you, Ryan. I think the whole manifesting, the woo-woo kind of stuff gets goes a little too far sometimes. Well, they say that it, when uh, you know Whitney Houston was uh, killed in a bathtub and stuff. I mean, there's something to that shower idea. Most of us have, you know, our, our showers or bathtubs with the shower in, in included, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what mine is. Um, I don't know. That's an interesting idea. I just think that a lot of this stuff, um, it sounds good. It sounds positive. Oh, I'm interested to see what Nico says here. Think about going into new rooms in a dream. Some wild stuff happens there. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know, man. Uh, I know Nico's like really tapped into dreams, and he did a good uh, episode with Matt from The Great Deception a little while ago on that. And it's uh, it, to me, dude, it's just it, it's it's fucking weird where this kind of stuff is going it's becoming such mainstream knowledge that we can kind of control our destiny that i'm wondering how much validity there is to it and how much it's being manipulated and how much maybe if you know that you can control your destiny and like if everyone out there knows that they can control it if that's actually a good thing because then there's bound to be some clashing there and I would say that that, you know, if chaos magic is a real thing, which I tend to think it is, um, if people have more power in their thoughts and more of their shit actually manifests without them knowing what's really going on, there's going to be like some sort of like microscopic level war, it seems. Well, dude, imagine everybody on Earth is a fucking sorcerer, wizard, warlock. I mean, <laughs> there's going to be a computer or there, there's going to be yeah. some fucking fireballs thrown in public, right? I mean, there's going to be some weird stuff going on if everybody is in that mindset of uh, willing things to happen, using magic, intention, thing, you know, that that sort of mindset, manifestation of your outcomes and destiny. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if there would be, a, I don't know if there would be a problem, but I can see if everyone thinks they're a fucking wizard, you're going to have some shit 
going down. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know if I like magic in general. Um, I think, uh, based on like when we talk to like New York Patriot guys like that, uh, magic is, it seems to be very real. It's just not, it's not casting spells per se. It's willing, uh, it's manipulating energy, energy through intention and action. And, uh, I think it, it can get a little squirrely if you, uh, yeah. if you, if you mess with it too much. Um, but as far as that clip goes, I think the, the door thing, I think there's some legit, I, I do think there's some legitimacy there, at least in the sense that as ever, as I said earlier, everyone who walks through a fucking door looking for something, you enter that door, you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why, why did I come in this room? That happens yeah. all the time. So yeah, it, something with Shane, what are your thoughts? Um, so I mean, as far as like the whole concept goes in general, I think it's one of those things that it's more of like a mindset than like a specific door, so to speak. So like some people that are more in tune with it probably have that ability to do these things, but like the door is kind of irrelevant, but going back to like what you were saying about like the ancient doors, things like that, like they were made with specific types of stones. They were done in specific ways. So like those would make sense that they are portals because they could have been built with the intention of being a portal. But if it's just a wooden door frame that some half-assed construction guy made, I don't think it has any actual power to it. But continuing off of what you said also about like the water thing, like water has been around since the beginning of time. So like that would make sense because it's not like new water. It's not like it's water created by like people recently, like that shit's been around forever. So like the water concept, that would make sense. But like the actual, just like doorways in your house, like other than it being a mindset, that one doesn't make sense to me. But like the ancient doorways being portals, that would make sense because they seemed like they were intentionally geared to be that being made, like I said, with specific types of stones and specific formations in specific places. Yeah. And um, you can all even, those things fall into consideration, you know? You could even get into like the wordplay of it. Like I know there's some people who are really good at the at the wordplay of like the, the the language that's being used. So like portal or porthole is like a, a, a what's the word uh, nautical term right the porthole in the in the ship right um th- there's that you can get into the whole nautical t- maybe maritime law type thing with with portals um i don't know if there that, that might be fucking derailing the conversation here i d- did just <laughs> chug a beer but um yeah i think uh we have to maybe reconsider what a portal is um I, I know bringing it back to mushrooms when I, when I first took mushrooms and I actually like, you know, had a pretty decent trip, I felt, um, me, I, I was, a what I learned is that I was very control, trying to be very controlling of my surroundings at all times. Right. And when I was on mushrooms, I could feel the energy of every room that I entered cause I did it on campus in college. So every dorm room I entered, every sp- different building I walked into, I could feel the energy of that room or that place. And instead of trying to, uh, control it or change it, I would just go with it. Right. So, uh, that I can, that's why I kind of see some validity to this is because each space, I mean, that's what feng shui is, right? That's what fucking feng shui is, is like the flow of energy in a space or the, the feel of the room or the aura of the people in the space. I mean that, I think that's legit. I think that's something that you, you know, if your fucking house is a mess, if you're fuck, you got shit everywhere, you're, and you come home, you're not going to feel welcome or comfortable, right? You you have to uh, work towards putting that energy uh, in order, right? Mm. I'm sure, have you all experienced that before? For sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. uh, not only your your own home, but, like, when you go into someone else's house, too, yeah. Yeah, and they sure. all, everyone's see, house has their own. I was saying that. 
I was going to say everyone's some people are more capable and in tune with that kind of stuff versus it just being something that like everybody has the ability to do, you know? Have you noticed that everyone's house has their own smell and you don't know the smell of your own house? Yeah. Isn't that weird? You <laughs> yeah. go to someone like I bet Shane's house smells like kind of funky. I bet Ryan's house smells kind of funky. I bet my house smells kind of funky to other people Damn, coming Josh, in. Yeah. I used to notice that shit when I could smell. I can't smell anything ever since I had fucking COVID. It's wild. Oh, well, call a- me generic, but when I walk in the front door, I can, you know, like when you first walk in your house, you can kind of like smell your house and you haven't been there all day. Mm-hmm. So my, my house smells like weed and incense, but <laughs> <laughs> my house smells like fucking there. dogs and cats <laughs> fucking shitting everywhere. That's what my house smells like. Uh, but oh, no, I, 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 but you know, to, to bring it back, I, 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 I agree with you, Ryan, that this whole kind of woo woo stuff is getting a little out of hand. Um, but I think think there is some validity to that door theory and maybe we yeah. should all practice and report back i don't i don't know maybe we should uh when we leave our podcast rooms tonight we can uh see what yeah. the energy is right because i i've set up my studio to have a specific type of feel right this is the only room in the house that i have any control over um <laughs> with good reason there's, there's <laughs> this uh book that a listener sent me by uh text mars and it's called Dark Secrets of the New Age, Satan's Plan for a One World Order. And it seems really interesting. I guess this guy also wrote Project Lucid. Um, Lucid spelt out like L-U-C-I-D, all in, you know, initials. So I don't know. It's uh, it, there. There's something to it. There, I'm not the first to to be out here and be like, yeah, this is some weird shit. But yeah, the New Age stuff is definitely... Um, you know, when people get power from inanimate objects, um, there's probably also some negative energy coming in, even though you may feel like, like it's positive, I feel, uh, cause I definitely believe in energy and I think that people can harness that stuff, but I think the negative energy is easier to harness and kind of spin that around and in your own mind, do these like mental gymnastics to where you feel that it's positive because it's making you feel better. I always say, you know, the devil's not going to come to you and say that you're going to burn in hell for eternity, which I don't even know if I believe in that. But, uh, you know, it says that you're going to have everything that you ever wanted. So it sounds like a positive thing. Um, And you know that it's bad deep down. I think that your soul does. But people kind of like spin this shit around to, to seem like, you know, fitting into whatever they're trying to accomplish in life. So, yeah, man, there's something funky going on with it. Big time. We'll have to uh, we'll have to talk to Nico. Nico's coming on the show on Thursday. We'll have to ask him his his in thoughts in depth on this because I'm sure I know Nico's more uh, in tune to that kind of stuff. And I mean, like yeah. crystal. That's where you get into crystals and stuff. And I think I think there's validity to all of it. But as you said, Ryan, it can get out of hand, and there is something fishy about it all. Right? Mm-hmm. There's something a little off. So, well, especially with- the new age movement, kind of like Nico was saying too, that it's like. There's the people that are in it, and then there's the people that it took like one trip and they completely like changed their entire life to like all these woo woo concepts, even though they may not necessarily make sense to them. So I don't know. There's like this like split between like I don't know how to explain it. Like the best way to describe it, I guess, is like fake woo woo and then like real woo woo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you're fake woo woo, Shane. <laughs> yep, you know it. I'm super fake woo woo. <laughs> All right, so uh, with that, I, we will move on, and I'll play my clip. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I'll pro- I probably need to do a deep dive on it at some point. 
Uh, a lot of people have done shows on this and talked about it, but this is just fascinating. I love this yeah. guy. I've been listening to his lectures and his interviews, but this is Yuri Bezmenov. For those who don't know, he was a Soviet, and this is a longer clip. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll cut it off at some point, but this is a long, uh, he was a Soviet KG, KGB a propaganda agent uh, in the 60s, 50s and 60s, and he defected to the West in the 70s uh, to Canada. And so after a few years of defecting and once he basically, once the government, the the Soviets found out that he was who he was, he came, he, he came out in the public and started telling people what was going on. And he actually, I mean, he worked in, he did work in America and countries all over the world. And basically this is a brief description of how you destroy a country from within so i'll play this i'm gonna pee and we'll discuss it when i get back here we go the soviets use the phrase ideological subversion what do they mean by it? ideological subversion is is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures in the language of, of the kgb or psychological warfare what it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would would even dream of such a tremendous success most of it is done by Americans to Americans thanks to lack of moral standards as I mentioned before uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore a person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information the facts tell nothing to him uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his balls, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. 
Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis, to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. Your leftists in, in the United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, they are instrumental in the process of the, of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are not, they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them, when, when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist-Lenin has come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies of Marxist-Leninists when they come to power. And that's what happened in Nicaragua. You remember most of this. And we can stop it there. But um, have you guys seen that this this interview before? More times than I can count, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I had heard of the guy uh, many times. I've seen little clips, you know, 30-second snippets in there, but here and there. But the last few weeks, I've really listened to what this guy had to say. And uh, so it's new to me for the most part. Uh, and it's just... It blew my mind. It, to me, it's like, wow, we're really reaping the benefits of what this guy exposed. Uh, but who's going to say it? Who's going to say it first? What this guy represents? What? Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. This guy is a Soviet spy. Why is he referring to the his fellow Russians as, as comrades? Comrades. <laughs> Why is he doing this? That is a I forget what this means. When you're touching your five fingers together, that dude is, he, he was put out there at the height of the cold war. How did no Russian assassinate this dude as a defector during the most important war? I mean, the cold war just ended like it, when uh, the United States pulled out of Afghanistan, right? That's when the cold war actually ended. Well, and it started again in uh, Ukraine. Hey, I mean, yeah. this guy could have been put here on purpose though, just to okay. see if the brainwashing is okay. actually working. You fucking they could have just said, you guys just was, ruined all my fun. You no, just he was ruined here it. To tell us what was going on, it, it, because you know the whole idea of like they gotta they gotta speak it into existence. They gotta tell you what they're doing. Um, it, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't pay attention to what he's saying, but he's not America's friend. He's not uh, you know the uh, new world order's friend. I'm working on an episode right now that the new world order is actually a good thing, 
and the old world order infiltrated the new world order and made the new world order really the old world order. It's all just flipped around. It's so fucking confusing when you talk about that and Albert Pike and Massini and all these people that are truly Jesuits posing as Freemasons. The Freemasons actually started out as being good guys. Like all this stuff, like according to this theory that I'm looking into, that is what you think is good is bad and vice versa. So like by that, by that definition, um, yeah, this dude is just sitting here telling us what we want to hear as, uh, you know, think about it in the context, context of the time, everyone is going against Russia at that point. And you have this Russian that is going against his own country because he loves America that much, you know? bullshit <laughs> it's like i said bullshit. dude it's to see how good their brainwashing is because if they can literally go in front of america and tell them exactly what they're doing and it still is happening like that just <laughs> shows how deep yeah. it is so it's it was probably a test he was probably probably purposely placed there to say this just so that they could test out how deep their brainwashing already was and imagine how much deeper it is now 30 40 years later well, you have Obama, that clip of Obama saying, you know, sowing conspiracy theories in society. Once there's too many conspiracy theories to where everyone doesn't know which way is up, down, left, sideways, no, nothing. Uh, the game's already won, in his words, right? Well, and that's now, so. Yuri has said that at one point too. Once the uh, yeah. people don't know fact from fiction, then you know we we the game's over, right? And Obama yeah. said the same thing, yeah. Well, you guys well, yeah, have ruined all, all my fun. They're all part of the same cloth, man. Like, uh, yeah, and how many people are quoting? a KGB agent right now in, in the United States. How many people are, are saying, look at how smart this dude is. And this guy's, this guy's going to save us. So if we listen to what he's saying, not you, Kyle, but just like, you know, people, um, no, you can say me. That, it's okay. Uh, you're changing my mind, but keep going. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just think that it's, it's, uh, the guy did his job and, and, and excelled in with flying colors. He got a lot of Americans to believe that um, that the brainwashing wasn't going to work because we knew what was going on. We know exactly what's going on. Some people choose not to pay attention to it, and some people choose to hear the information and do nothing about it. Dude, honestly, it's like the same concept that you could literally have a perfect picture of Bigfoot, put it all over the news, and people are still going to overlook it. So it's like you could have the actual message of literally what's happening to you right fucking in front of you, and people still wouldn't believe it. And again, it's just proving that the brainwashing works. Well, he even said that, that in the Bigfoot clip, right? Shit, I could. I don't. I don't agree with the Bigfoot stuff, but I, I know that that's a fun thing. But no, but he yeah, even that, said it in the clip, right? He said I could forcibly take you to a the Soviet Union and and bring you to a concentration camp, and you still wouldn't believe it. Like sure. that's so. Uh, fuck man okay now i i should have brought this clip now i'm all no, my, it's good no dude. my it's brain's good. all scattered now i don't know what to believe i'm all confused right am i real uh, brian are uh, ryan are you a fucking kgb fucking asset right now you motherfucker yeah comrade uh, i think he's in a basement was doing a good job oh my god he's actually standing off to the side he's actually in a basement right now and it looks like it's actually like a podcast set but it's not there's like three more podcasters oh like the white house like the white house set i'm just a a puppet like the white house fucking uh i have yet i i posted on twitter uh like a week ago like i have yet to see joe biden address the nation from the oval office and I, I put out, I said, if anybody has pictures or videos of him in the Oval Office, please share them with me. And one guy did a, uh, sent me a video, he's, he, a picture. He's like, is this it? And it's just a frame. But we know they have a fake set of the Oval Office, like a soundstage. I was like, I can't tell from this picture. Um, 
but anyway, that's besides the point. But Ryan, I'd love to. I, when's that episode coming out? Because I'd love to hear what your thoughts. I mean, you're, you're saying the New World Order is a good thing. Should I should I burn all my books about how bad the New World Order is? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what, what what? Ryan, why do you do this to me, man? Why do you do this to me? Well, so look, you, listen, you, it's not that uh, we bonded you know, over fucking frozen pizza and beer. <laughs> and now I'm just confused, and I don't know what to think anymore, Ryan. It, wh- why, Dude, wh- everything is confusing, and that's okay to be confused, man. <laughs> everything is confusing. You know, we we're talking. I was talking with uh, with Matt and a couple other people last night, and uh, I, you know, they were they were saying like whether you're settled on flatter flat Earth or any of these things. Uh, there's people that are out there that are ignorant and don't want to look into this stuff. And I kind of had to like push back on that a little bit. And it's like, if you know that the earth is flat, aren't you kind of being a little ignorant too? Because none of us have fucking seen this shit. You know, it's probably not round. It's probably not flat. Honestly, I don't know what the hell it is, but like when you settle on your own facts and you're just so concrete, like down to like ride for whatever that ideology is, you're probably a little ignorant yourself, you know? Um, Dude. Yeah. The new world order, as far as I'm concerned, um, what from what I understood when I was reading through some shit, uh, a lot to do with Albert Pike, who you know he's the most famous Freemason of all time, the most influential Freemason of all time, and um, he actually has his foundation as a Jesuit. He was a Jesuit before he was a Freemason, and Jesuits cannot be Freemasons. Uh, Freemasons are primarily Protestant. They're wasps, right? The white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Mm-hmm. And Jesuits are part of the Society of Jesus. They live and die to serve the Pope. And, uh, you know, that's more the the illusion. They call it the Society of Jesus. They should call it the Society of the Pope. It's the Army um, of Jesus, too. Like, I, I'm, from what I yeah. learned in school about the Jesuits, it was literally like the Army of God is what they called yeah. themselves. And they do anything to, to prop up the uh, the Catholic faith. I mean, you have like Martin Luther translating the Bible from Latin to German and then to English. And this was like the start of the Pope and the Catholic faith's downfall. And, you know, they they were at the top of the top. They were like the politicians today where they can do anything and no one can hold them accountable. Right now we have the white Anglo-Saxon Protestants that are primarily our, our presidents of the United States. The United States was founded by wasps trying to break away from the old world order, which is like the surf ideology that, you know, that English shit where it's like the Kings, the Queens, the Lords, um, the vassals, and then the fucking slaves. Yeah. Yeah. That's the old world order. The slave system is the old world order. Now the new world order was supposed to be the United States. This country founded on freedom and, uh, you know, it's dangerous freedom, basically like, you know, like, yeah, you're not, you're not guaranteed your fucking next day. But if you come here and you you operate correctly, you can have everything that you've ever wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's taken away, and we and we're told constantly that the new world order is a bad thing. It is now. The new world order is the old world order. But people are sitting here screaming for the old world order because they think that the old world order means that we go back to the days before like technology and all this shit. The old world order is literally the same as the new world order at this point. So it's just it's very confusing. But yeah, dude, there get, is no. I get what you're no saying. Easy. I get what you're it's saying. Infiltrated. No, that yeah. that makes sense. And as we discuss, I love how somehow 
at the end of every show, our topics, they just meld together, right? With yeah. the infiltration of, you know, the, the psychedelics and the pharmaceuticals, right? Every organic thing uh, that's good, right, that we could would consider good for, for people uh, at some point turns to shit, right? Um, yeah. And uh, it's infiltrated, it's, it's influenced, it's manipulated. And I, I, so I can see where you come from. I'm, I'm excited to hear that episode on that. And I'd love to uh, hear, hear some more detail on it, but that's fucking, it's terrifying, right? At the, I, so what I will say Fuck is yeah. I do think there is a battle. How do I say this? The new world order is coming, but right now we're in the midst of what that will be, right? What that's stri- in the new world order right now, but the old world order is coming and the old, old world order is what you don't want. The old world order is where you'll own nothing and you'll like it. They're mm. calling it the new world order and the liberal world order. They don't even call it the new world order anymore, but that is going back to the old world order where you, you own nothing. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hunt for your meat. It's the King's deer. It's not your deer. You can't hunt that deer. It's the King's deer. If you kill the deer, you get killed because you took meat away from the King. That's the fucking problem, dude. We're going back to that old world order. That's what we're going back to, but they're calling it something I think different. I'm going to change my podcast name to the new world order is great based on <laughs> what you just said. I think that's fantastic. The new world order yeah, is wonderful. Man. I mean, no, bro, bro, okay, you're blowing my mind here, and now I think Yuri Bezmenov <laughs> is a fucking cuck bitch, fucking Russian fag. <laughs> And I, well, I, hey, I mean, you know, f- come to your own conclusion. I, you know, I, 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 I need it, to sit some, yeah. I need to sit some time down. And I need to think about this because uh, it, it's blowing my mind. It's blowing my mind. Shane, what are your thoughts? Can you make me feel any better, or are you just gonna make me feel worse? I probably honestly just make you feel worse because you already saw my my idea on this guy. I think that he's definitely some kind of ploy. So, I mean, yes, I believe that God everything that he's it. saying is literal and exactly what it is, but. Like Ryan was saying, it's not for the intention of helping us. It's for the intention of just being like, hey, look, fuck you. The information's right in front of you, and you're still not doing nothing about well, it, bitch. I think the fact that this came out in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s, I mean, just the fact that we're seeing this now, it's become more mainstream, more popular. I think that in itself is a big fuck you, right? Because it's like, clearly at this point, even in that clip, he was saying, oh, it's too late. You're already fucked. Um, and 50 years later, we're certainly still fucked. <laughs> right? yeah, we're beyond fucked at this point. Come on now. <laughs> it's like a cat playing with its, uh, with its dinner. You know how these cats, like whether it's a house cat or a, a lion, when they know that they have their prey kind of dead, they'll sometimes fuck around with it. You know, that's all that it is. Dude, dude. We're kind of like in the bottom of the toilet circling around the drain right now. You should see my fucking cats when they catch it in the process. When too. they catch yeah. a fucking spider, dude, they fucking rip each of its legs off. And they just fucking watch it. They just fucking watch it struggle for like an hour. They don't even kill it. They just watch it die. It's yeah. it's so fucked. And then they come it's up to me. Because the cat in its mind is so much better than that spider. The spider is a, a toy, and that's what we are, dude. And and fuck it, you know. Let's just let's just uh, have some fun. Let's drink some beers. That and, beer just uh, hit you. Know, you. I could tell weed. that the face you just made, Ryan. We said fuck it, and you smiled. <laughs> let's have some fun. I knew that beer you just chugged just hit you. I'm just <laughs> over got it, a little dude. bit rosy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting like a boyishly shy. No, I think it's just it's it's a dude. It's a weird it's a weird thing, man. And like uh, the more you look into this stuff, the more you realize you just don't know anything. And the the more comfortable you are not knowing anything, well, the better you are. That's wisdom, dude. I mean, I think someone said maybe Buddha. I don't know, but wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. 
Like the more you learn, the more you know, you realize you don't know shit about anything. I don't know shit about fuck, right? Uh, and yeah. I think that's what this journey is. And I, I hate to say it, but us as as truth seekers, conspiracy podcasters, whatever you want to call us, retards, that's fine too. Um, <laughs> the more we delve into these things, the more I think all of us, if you're truly in it for the right reasons, the more you're just going to be like, fuck. And not to say that we should all be blackpilled, because I do think there's good out there. I do think there's hope out there. But shit, man, I think it all starts with you as an individual, right? If you can um, make changes in your immediate surround, the things that you have control over, if you can, the, the things that you truly have control over, right? Like your actions, uh, your decisions. If you can make those good um, and beneficial to yourself and others, I think that's where you start. But man, it's it, it, if the new world order wants to fucking come in, fuck it or the old world what or old world order that's harder to say uh whatever it is dude <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever it <laughs> is like you're having a stroke when you try and say old, oh, old, 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 old <laughs> but whatever it is i mean i'm not gonna fucking freak out until i see blue helmets walking down the street until that day comes i'm fucking chilling I don't think you ever we'll just will, we'll just make a breakaway uh breakaway society on Easter Island. We'll be fine. No, the breakaway society is already podcasters, the spears. The breakaway society <laughs> has already happened. It's in Antarctica and they're on the moon. They're called the Nazis. Um but dude, why True. would they make the I'm helmets about a blue? Good breakaway society though. Why would they form one on Easter Island and not let anybody get anywhere near it? Like what's that one tribe that's uh near like Madagascar or something where it's oh, illegal where they, to go to the island. They fucking kill anybody who steps on the fucking island. Dude, the spot to go that's, is probably like Gibraltar. That's the That's spot. where you got to go, man. Where's All Gibraltar? Like in Africa? The fan. We just got to meet up, make a bunch of spears, surround that shit, and we anybody that comes near just start poking. Dude, conspiracy <laughs> There's pot, already a ton of uh, internet servers in the Rock of Gibraltar too, so we can still What? Podcast. Where is Gibraltar? Where is this place? In Spain. It's in Spain. Oh, it's the like the Strait of Gibraltar? Yeah. Uh, why would you want to go there? Dude, we we did an episode on it, man. That Literally, like 90% of the internet servers are, are out of that rock of Gibraltar. It's like, it, it's an insane, weird, occult, fucking crazy spot. And, and like, there's limestone that's in there. I don't know if it's 90% of the servers, but just an insane amount of servers uh, are are down in there there's been sacrifice upon sacrifice it's a very coveted so what we need area. to do we need to we need I, to get cern we need to bring it to gibraltar we need to bring the fucking remains of the georgia guidestones there we need to just get all this fucking shit put it in one place build a fucking wall around it that mexico's going to pay for fuck spear sure. shane we're red blooded americans we will have fucking firepower <laughs> we will have and we'll get chickens for you shane you can have chickens and we'll just fucking hide out in Gibraltar on this rock of Gibraltar with the fucking internet servers, the fucking CERN. We'll yeah, just be, be creating our own fucking timelines and shit, and all will be well. And at this point, I think we've devolved from the show. <laughs> and Shane, any final Wait, thoughts? I got a side note, Yeah, though. go ahead. I got, I got to throw it in here, though. <laughs> Another good place we could go is the hills in the Middle East. Because no matter what, the government can't seem to find you there, but you yeah, always can. have top 
cell phone bars. <laughs> the Afghanistan area. Yeah, the caves of Afghanistan. There's probably a bunch of servers there too. Dude, that's a good point, Shane. We could just full it, bars th- all the that's way. That's why when when us. Joe Biden threatens the, the, his his own populace with fucking F-15s and nukes, I'm like, uh, didn't you lose the war in Afghanistan to fucking cavemen with AK-47s? You fucking yeah, retard. Uh, <laughs> a different episode. Yeah, it is. But guys, I think we've uh, we've devolved enough uh, from uh, what we set out to do here tonight, and I think that's uh, a good place to wrap it up. Uh, this was fun. We still got a wild card. Oh, do we? Oh, we do have one wild card. Yes, let's let me pull that up. This is from a listener of the show. Wild card. It's someone sends us a clip, and we just go into it blind. Uh, they say, "Here's the clip. Let me pull it up in a new tab here." The question of the clip is, Daddy, would you like some sausages? That's the that's <laughs> our preface for the clip. So thank you to Gabby who sent us the wild card. Got this is a this is our first true wild card where we literally have no idea what's going on. So here's the clip, and the question for the clip is, Daddy, would you like some sausages? Here we go. I'm being creative. Now, if you'll excuse me, I still have some work to do. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Sausages! Sausages! What the fuck? Just the original clip. (laughs) That's all we get? I mean, who the (laughs) fuck? Wait. What? Oh, sorry. It's It's keep playing. What the fuck was that? What are we supposed to do with that? Like we've never seen that. <laughs> I, I, what? No. What? It, one. What is that from? I. I. I might be out of the loop here. It's from it's, Freddy uh, got fingered. <laughs> Freddy got fingered. Yeah. Yep. Wait. That's a. Is that a movie? Freddy got fingered. Yep. Yeah. It's a great movie. You ought to watch Tom it Green, right bro. now if you I've haven't seen it. I've never seen it. Freddy got fingered. Okay. I'm clearly uh, uncultured. Uh, I don't know what we're supposed to do with that, gentlemen. Um, I think it was just a joke. It's like a classic clip. Basically, from a movie. So we just got trolled live on there. Okay. Basically. By my significant other. Yeah, people. Sh- I'm Shane's... surprised she didn't just rickroll us. <laughs> Dude, okay. That was your girlfriend. Okay. If anyone listening out there, if you fucking rickroll us, you win the show. <laughs> we will quit the show, and you can have it. If you fucking rickroll us with the fucking clip... God damn it. Okay. Um, well, with that, Don't gentlemen. Don't say that to that troll from earlier, because that troll from earlier will come back next week, and he'll throw in that clip. <laughs> I wish he would. I wish he would. And, of course, there she is. Gabby comes in and says, you're welcome. Well, thanks, Gabby. Appreciate it. That's really fucked up of you to just, you know, bookend the show with some nonsense. But we appreciate it. would have been it. so much better if none of us knew what that clip was. It would have been great. Yeah, like me? <laughs> like, that's that? to me, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but yeah. guys, we, we had a great show tonight. It was fun to chit chat with all of you guys. Um, for those listening live or on the whenever this comes out, I don't know. But uh, me and Ryan did an episode uh, last week. It's on his uh, what is co- the conspiracy break room? Is that what you're calling it? Conspiracy break yeah, room? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just break room. Uh, basically, where we don't talk about conspiracies. But uh, me and Ryan uh, incorporated the beer review into that. We got um, probably too drunk uh, to be doing anything uh, on recordings. And uh, we talked about fucking pizza for at least an hour and a half, and, among other things. And it was a great show. So listen to that. Pizza, board games. Uh, dude, we talked about a lot. My drug, my drug problem. <laughs> yeah, your car chase. Yeah, the, the fucking stuff. running from the police, uh, getting my uh, the car towed. All, I mean, all kinds of fun stuff. Did you so. talk about getting abducted? 
on that one? I, uh, I talked about getting <laughs> date raped at the gay bar. Yes, I did talk about that. Uh, but go, so go listen to that episode. This will be that'll be out soon. Um, but guys, thank you for a fun show. This was a this was a good time. It was great to uh, chat it up with you guys. Ryan, uh, repeating guest now on the Big Dumb Inquiry. So thank you so much. Hey. Um, uh, guess Ryan, uh, where can people find you, bud? Well, first of all, thank you guys. This is uh, always a pleasure. It's uh, nice to get to talk with both of you guys. Sorry, I was late. Uh, oh, you're just good, a dude. You're good. busy schedule, man. That, that you know how it is. You're we, fucking. We all work dude, here. You're fucking working, man. You're fucking. You know, fucking slinging that dick every day to make a fucking dollar. I mean, there's, I try, dude. That's all you can do, man. And you, you are America, Ryan. You are. It's fucking, hard out here for a pimp. You know what I mean, dude. It's pimping ain't easy. Hold on. Oh god, I should have had the fucking sound clip queued up. Here we go. Hold on. Uh, Hold on, where is it? Where is it? Oh, here we go. Bitch, don't you want to start making some real fucking money? (laughs) Yes, dude, Butters. Shout out Butters. Best episode of South Park when Butters becomes a pimp. Um, Yeah, dude. (laughs) So where can people people find you, Ryan? (laughs) Yeah, he's calling everybody his bottom bitch. Do you know what Uh, I'm saying? Yeah, dude. uh, Just at patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast, man. That's where I do most of my... uh, you know, full work, and then uh, just check out the podcast. Anyone that hasn't uh, checked out Dangerous World, so yeah, man, that's you it. They're missing out. They haven't. It. What's that? I was telling people they're missing out. They haven't checked out Dangerous World. You should be putting. I, I'd like world. to think so, you know, but we, we have fun over there. Going to do a fun episode about uh, Albert Pike's Three World Wars and like all that uh, inversion of the Old World Order, New World Order shit. So. Well, yeah, we're going to, uh, I, I definitely let me know when that episode comes out with, uh, well, I'm subscribed to your shit. It'll pop up, but just send me a message so I, I can <laughs> make time, make time. Add me sure. to that one too. Cause I want to be included in that one. Cause I want to know when it drops. I'm on your Patreon, but either way, I still want to know for sure when it well, drops. Shane, <laughs> I need to talk to you about fucking Ryan's Patreon. Cause give me fucking issues, but that's another conversation for another time but uh yeah that could be set offline kyle that's cool though you know no it's hey. not you ryan it's me it's it's not you it's me it, i'm i'm having issues I know, dude i know maybe there no, was yeah, zero dollars in my account because i just got married and i'm fucking broke now uh no had- no no i know kyle no i don't know sometimes patreon does that with random people but yeah no i'm on uh, i'm on inquiries of our reality um patreon as well we did a little exchanges so we can hear each other's content and uh, yeah, man, no, it's um, it, it's just fun. It's fun getting on here and doing these little chats with you guys and all the other cool people in this whole weirdo community because we're all just a bunch of freaks, you know, just having a little. But we all fun. come together so well. We do. <laughs> we do. We should. We should Scum come. C U M. Yeah, we so, should come yeah, together sometime. That'd be fun. Uh, Shane, <laughs> when can, uh, where can people find you, brother? Uh. See, this one's fun because now I got too many things. So I'll just run through the links to them as basic as possible. Inquiries of all reality, all the links for that. L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash Inquiries of our reality podcast. If you want to come check out Bizarre Encounters with uh, Ghost from My Third Eye, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash <laughs> Bizarre Encounters. And uh, if you want to come check out Open Minds Media for featured creators, um, some community stuff, some podcast help, some creator help, all that fun stuff. If you want to come see what that's all about, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash open underscore minds underscore media. Now the that I'm done with my little fingery. Co-op. 
You're fucking uh, killing it, dude. Fucking killing it, Shane, with your fucking finger finger uh, <laughs> explanations there. I love it, dude. I'm going to go watch Freddy Got Fingered now after that because now yeah. I'm a little... Well, uh, thinking about my finger. Oh, no, your finger will be on in my mind for sure. Um, and, uh, of course, I'm Kyle with the Big Dumb Podcast. You can search that. Thank you for all the new people who tuned in tonight, all the people on Twitch from uh, Patriot Party. You guys are fucking goaded. You're great, great people, and you're fucking wild. Even the trolls, we love you. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for a great show. I'll play us out with some music, and we'll get the fuck out of here. Great show. Later, everybody. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big dumb. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.